You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. Here's what we got to grab right away from 2 John. Love disconnected from truth is not God's love. God's love is based on truth. You separate it from truth and it can become something like, well, you believe that and I believe this, but let's just love one another. It has no absolutes. It has no foundation. God's love is always linked to truth. The early church had to stand against much falsehood as it began to grow and spread. So John wrote his letter in order to remind believers to stand against these lies by speaking truth. He implored them to speak it with love. Today, Pastor Danny will speak of the importance of needing both truth and love in order to truly show the love of God. God's truth will be a burden if you can't explain it with a loving heart. And without truth, love simply has nothing to support it. It's empty and useless. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of 2 John with today's edition of The Living Word. 2 John, right after 1 John, of course, and 2 John, verse 1, the elder to the chosen lady and her children, the elder probably referring to John who is penning the letter, uh, the chosen lady and her children, probably the church he's writing to and the children by faith, whom I love in the truth and not only I, but also all who know the truth because of the truth which lives in us and will be with us forever. Praise the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Father's Son, will be with us in truth and love. And I've underlined in my Bible truth and love because that's the main theme of this little epistle, truth and love. Verse 4, it has given me great joy to find some of your children walking in the truth. You wish the Holy Spirit could have him write all of your children walking in the truth but some of your children walking in the truth, just as the Father commanded us. And now, dear lady, I'm not writing you a new command, but one we've had from the beginning. I ask that we love one another. And this is love, that we walk in obedience to his commands. As you've heard from the beginning, his command is that you walk in love. Now, I want to stop there just for a minute and say that God's love is not based on feeling. It doesn't mean God's love uh, doesn't have feeling at times. It doesn't mean uh, my love for my wife uh, doesn't involve feelings. But I learned uh, years ago that if I base my love for my wife on feelings, there's sometimes I won't love her. If she based her love for me on feelings, there's a lot more times she won't love me. Uh, love, God's love is not based on feeling. Because when you lose the feeling... You no longer love. God's love, let me read it again. This is love that we walk in obedience to his commands. But I had to learn to love my wife by faith, by faith. Now, thank God it's not separated from feelings, but the feelings are not always there. All right? For God so loved the world that he had warm, fuzzy feelings. No, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. He gave. And of course, we know what that meant practically speaking. He's giving his son, and his son was willing to come into a a cursed world and offer himself. He was persecuted, ultimately put to death on a Roman cross. But God so loved the world 
that despite the pain of offering his one and only son, he did that. He did that. It wasn't based on feeling. Verse 7. Many deceivers who do not acknowledge that Jesus Christ is coming in the world uh, or in the flesh have gone out into the world. Any such person is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch out that you do not lose what you have worked for, but that you may be rewarded fully. Anyone who runs ahead and does not continue in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever continues in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, catch this now, do not take him into your house or welcome him. Anyone who welcomes him shares in his wicked work. I have much to write to you, but I do not want to use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to visit you and talk with you face to face so that our joy may be complete. And he closes, the children of your chosen sister send their greetings, probably referring to the church body that he was a part of, John was a part of, and they suggest, scholars do, that uh, the last years of his life was spent in Ephesus. It's a very important little epistle. It's brief, but it's packed with a very important message. It's love and truth. One of the interesting things is the agent, human agent that God used to pen this little epistle is the Apostle John. The Apostle John became known as the Apostle of Love. And yet, here the message is truth and love. A lot of things the early church had to stand against uh, in regard to falsehood. And, of course, the most important was uh, falsehood in regard to the gospel message. Uh, A thing called Gnosticism rose up. The basis of the belief of Gnosticism uh, was that matter is evil. Uh, Knowledge is where it's at, and knowledge is even more important than faith. And it had some offshoots, but it it marred and, and adulterated the pure message of the gospel. And so John and others had to stand against that heresy. Then there was the challenge, uh, especially for the Jews, of mixing faith in Christ and the sacrifice of Christ on the cross with Old Testament stuff. Uh, One of the Old Testament things they had a hard time letting go of was circumcision. And they would say, some people would say, well, faith in Christ, yes, but you must be circumcised. Paul the Apostle, Acts chapter 15. Make your way there just for a minute. Paul the Apostle stood opposed to this along with his partner uh, Barnabas. Acts chapter 15, verse 1. Some men came down from Judea to Antioch and were teaching the brothers. Unless you're circumcised according to the custom taught by Moses, you cannot be saved. This brought Paul and Barnabas into sharp dispute and debate with them. And some people would look at that debate. Some people even involved on the falsehood side of that debate might suggest that Paul and Barnabas were not very loving. And here's what we got to grab right away from 2 John. Love disconnected from truth is not God's love. God's love is based on truth. You separate it from truth, and it can become something like, well, you believe that, and I believe this, but let's just love one another. It has no absolutes. It has no foundation. God's love is always linked to truth. And people that don't want the truth don't feel loved. 
even though they are. Galatians chapter 1. Go there with me for just a minute. Galatians chapter 1. Such an important truth, uh, the purity of the gospel. Paul gave some strong words. Galatians chapter 1 verse 6. I'm astonished that you're so quickly deserting the one who called you by the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let him be eternally condemned. That's strong. You get to chapter 2, verse 3. Not even Titus, who was with me, was compelled to be circumcised, even though he was a Greek. This matter arose because some false brothers had infiltrated our ranks to spy on the freedom we have in Christ Jesus and to make us slaves. We did not give in to them for a moment so that the truth of the gospel might remain with you. But you want to see something incredible? If you get the same chapter, Galatians chapter 2, and jump down to verse 11. When Peter came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face because he was clearly in the wrong. This is the Apostle Paul openly, publicly confronting one of the greatest pillars of the early church, Peter. Verse 12, before certain men came from James, he used to eat with the Gentiles, but when they arrived, he began to draw back and separate himself from the Gentiles because he was afraid of those who belonged to the circumcision group, the ones that were teaching. You need to be circumcised as well as have faith in Christ. The other Jews joined him in his hypocrisy so that by their hypocrisy, even Barnabas was led astray. When I saw that they were not acting in line with the truth of the gospel, I said to Peter in front of them all, you're like, you're a Jew, yet you live like a Gentile and not like a Jew. How is it then you force Gentiles to follow Jewish customs? We who are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners know that a man is not justified by observing the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. And so Paul confronts a pillar in the church, Peter, because he not only misrepresented the truth of the gospel. He led others astray in misrepresenting the truth of the gospel. Here's what Jesus said. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. Now you say, wait a minute. What about the angels that appeared on that Christmas morning? Peace on earth, goodwill to men. One translation adds a little, and rightfully so, peace on whom his favor or his grace rests. In other words, peace to those who receive Messiah, who receive the truth. That's all we have for today on The Living Word. If you have any questions for us about what you heard from Pastor Danny's study in 2 John, or if you'd like us to pray for you, please email us. Our address is info at ccfstpete.church. That's info at ccfstpete.church. You can connect with us on social media as well. Find The Living Word on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and jump into the conversations there. You can connect through the links available at our website, ccfstpete.church. And if you happen to be in the St. Petersburg area, we want to meet you. Every message you hear on The Living Word comes from a teaching that Pastor Danny has shared at Calvary Chapel Fellowship, and you're invited to join us for our weekly services. 
Our church is filled with imperfect people being made holy by our perfect creator, and we know that you'll fit right in. Join us on Saturday at 6 p.m. or Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. to worship God, read His Word, and get to know each other better. Find directions at our website. Again, that's ccfstpete.church. With that, our time with you has officially come to an end. We're so honored to have spent some time with you today studying God's Word. Join Pastor Danny next time to continue studying through the book of 2 John right here on The Living Word.